Even when you say yes, you want to say no. What do you mean? What up, everybody? It's the Chipotle with Raj podcast. My name is Zoltan Nanavari. And with me, I have my homeboy. I have my true ho. Boys, what's your name? Oh, shit. I just revealed your name. Introduce yourself, bitch. You're dumbass. My name is Moist. Put the mic a little closer to your mouth, bitch. It is. It's like right here, right in front of me, bro. Okay, whatever. Just, uh, give me one second. The fucking AC in my room just turned on and it's pissing me off. Give me one second. Hello? Yeah. All right, cool. So, boys, you know. What's up? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? See, I was going to bring that up because uh, two weeks ago when we were thinking about doing this podcast still, you were saying that you were going to start every podcast with How You Doing, but you didn't do it last time. No, I said that last time. I said that like a couple of days ago. No, you didn't. You said that two weeks ago. I said that a couple of days ago. Moins, you trying to you trying to show some throw some shade at me right now? Yeah, prove it. <laughs> okay, I can't prove it. Exactly. Okay, dude. You know, man, we talked about this last night. I'm gonna bring it up one more time. But I gotta ask you one question, all right? Because I feel like we both have different interpretations of this one word. And my question, my question to you, yeah, man, what the fuck is a fuck boy? What do you think a fuck boy is? No, ladies first. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Thank you, Bay. Uh, <laughs> a fuckboy is, uh, in my opinion, I would classify myself as a fuckboy because I feel a fuckboy is a, one who just, like, fucks up a lot. Like, he's just clumsy and he just, like, he always has things within his grasp, but he always tends to fuck the easiest shit up. I feel like I do that sometimes in my life, and it's some it's my own fault, but I'm a fuckboy. Now, what do you think a fuckboy is? No, elaborate on that. Elaborate on that. Okay, you know what? That brings. Okay, I will elaborate on that, but it's gonna be a little long. So I want you to go first, and then I'll elaborate on that shit. A person who is a weak ass pussy that ain't about shit. That's a fuck boy. That's a fuck boy. See, I thought you were gonna say a guy who fucks a lot. No. Okay. Actually, that was the Urban Dictionary definition of fuck boy. Okay. But my definition of fuck boy is someone who fucks girls over. And, like, not not necessarily fucks in a matter, but, like, gets their number, talks to them for a couple of weeks, gets them all interested, and just, like, out of the blue, just stops talking to them. So, he's just a dick, then? Yes. Uh, a, a douchebag. That's that's the main, that's, like, the logical term for it. So, a fuckboy is a douchebag. Okay. Alright. So, okay. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go off on my definition a little bit because it brings me to this story. Uh, we both know what it is. There's this girl um, two weeks ago. What's her name? Uh, her name? Okay, let's call her let's call her uh, <laughs> woman. I don't know. Uh, but okay, so there's this girl that we both know. You know who I'm talking about. I know who I'm talking about, so I won't go into it that much. But I like this girl a lot. The circumstances were that I couldn't like have a chance with and I couldn't like go for it at all because it would just not be practical. Okay, so my question to you is, based on my definition of fuckboy, do you think I would have, um, if I had a chance with her and if it, things would have worked out the way I wanted them to work out, do you think I would have fucked it up? In my sense, that's not a fuckboy, but I don't know. Like, okay, let's say, um, okay, the reason why I couldn't be with this girl is because she doesn't live close to me, and it just wouldn't be practical and uh, for me to, like, you know, just obsess over her or, like, be like, I like you, we should go out, even though it just wouldn't make sense. 
if it did make sense, do you think I, uh, like, do you think I would have, like, you, you know me, so do you think I would have fucked it up? Do you think I would have been like, ah, shit, I don't know? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you would give your all to it, but at the same time, distance would tear you all apart. And by the way, where does she, where does she live? She lives in a little town I like to call Oklahoma. <laughs> we talk, okay, here's the thing. To those people listening, by the way, if you're listening and you don't know us, like I said in the last podcast, God bless your hearts. Okay, so moving on. Like, oh, like that. Huh? Nothing. Go ahead, continue. I, I apologize for that interruption. It's okay. I accept your apology and we can continue with this conversation, I hope, without no interruptions. But um, last night we talked about, I told you, I was like, okay, boys, I'm going to talk about this thing in the podcast. I'm going to talk about a girl. And you're going to have to promise me that you don't bring up her location or what her name is. And then you being a fuckboy that you are, ask me what about her location is. Man, I can't reveal that shit. Yeah, you can. Dude, I can't do that. You know I can't. Come on, like man. Okay. Anyways, Moise, tell me what's going on in your life, man. How's your week going? We talked about this opportunity that you had last week that I had to deal with soccer. And now, now you tell me that you want to do something else with your life. And that is what? Entertainment. Entertainment. Which makes no sense to me, and I'm not throwing, trying to throw some shade at you. I'm just saying it came out of nowhere because you never really told me this, even though um, you, I knew you were interested in it, but you never really told me. So I want to talk about that a little bit, man. Like, do you think if it was a choice between soccer and then a choice in a career in entertainment, what would you choose? I, I don't know. You don't know. So why would you give me that choice right now, man? Mois, I want you to decide your life choices right now in this podcast. I want you to decide right now what you're going to do tomorrow. Mois, if you don't decide right now what you're going to do tomorrow, man, then what you going to do tomorrow? I'm going to the mall to go prank. I mean, go film some pranks tomorrow. That's what I'm going to oh, do. Oh, shit. Okay. Hey, oh. By the- <laughs> like, go pick up girls. That's basically what I'm doing. By the way, Mois. I gotta congratulate you one time for getting a for getting a, for get yourself a little job. Let's let's applaud. Let's let's do a little clap. Woo! Yeah. We made it, dude. We made it. And um, so you, you got the job, and you got it. And that brings me to another thing. Uh, when I just said we made it, I also want to talk about this a little bit. All right, just a little bit. When for I because I have something in mind, and I hope you do too, because we talked about this a little bit, but. Everybody talks about this a defining moment in their life when they're like, okay, you know what? We made it. I made it. And when do you think that will be your defining moment? When do you, what, what moment in your life do you think will be your defining moment that you can say, I made it? When I have a stable job, a family that I can support, and extra money that I would like, and extra money that I would be able to spend on things that I like, and all in all, just, be happy with everything that I have. Just just overall, like, be happy with your career and be happy for, with where you, or you're at right now, right? Stable with my career and be happy with everything that I have in my life. And be appreciative. Be appreciative, man. That's a, that's a, that's a big thing, man. It's hard. It's hard to, like... It's it's very hard to be appreciative. It's very very hard to be positive about your own life. So I feel like if you can be positive about yourself and if you get to a point where you can believe in yourself and you can be like if I want to do something, I know I'll be able to do it, so I'm just going to do it. When when I get to that point in my life, 
that's when I feel like I'll make it. Like when I get to a point where I'm just like, you know what? I like doing this thing. I'm going to do it and I'm going to, and I'm just going to go for it because I know I will have, like, I, I, I know that I will be able to do it. When I have that co- level of confidence in my life, I think that's, that's when I'll be like, you know what? I think I can make it. And then when I do do it, I'll be like, I made it. You know what I mean, man? Yeah. On a side note, I have a, I have a question for you. Okay. What is your definition of communication ethics? Communication ethics? Like, what do you mean? Like, what's your definition of communication ethics? Like, ethical communication. Ethical communication? Um, just between, like, who? Between friends or between just strangers or what? Anyone. Ethical communication, I mean, it me, for me, like, uh, putting it in simpler terms, it's just, like, communicating with someone with no bullshit. Saying how it is and just telling uh, speaking the truth w- without sounding like a dick if that makes sense and also just being just being upfront about it because lying or like bending the truth a little bit is not going to get you anywhere in a conversation so i feel that that's what consists of ethical communication i don't know and why do you think it's important why do you think it's important i mean it just that's just communicating with people and talking to people itself is just a very important to do thing a, a thing that you should do in your life because a lot of people can't do that um i'll be uh, like i'm that kind of guy who will just talk to anybody like if i have something shit going on i'll have to talk to somebody but there's also some people who are reserved and can't talk to people and when they do they don't know how to so i feel like having that communicate uh, having those set the mindset of communication ethics is very important to learn you know yeah. And how do you think it's important in the business world? In the business world, that's like the biggest thing, man, right? Because in the business world, you're networking all the fucking time. You're just uh you're you're meeting new people and you it's let's say you have a business deal. Be up like you you need to be upfront about it. You need to be truthful. And like I said, what consists of business ethics, you got to cut the bullshit and get straight to the point because that's what people like, I feel, in a business deal or in a business conversation. A guy who's not about the bullshit, a guy who's about the truth. Yeah, and respectful of others. Yeah, hell yeah. And do you have any ethical or unethical experiences that just pop into your head right now? All the time. All the all the freaking time, but I feel like that's just like being human, you know. Yeah, but are there any significant ones that you would like to share? Ethical, Moist. Okay, let me ask you something. Is this the interview questions that like Fossil was at? Or sorry, I'll bleep that out. Is this the interview questions that uh people they uh the per- people that you were like trying to work for? Is that what they were asking you? No, this is from my speech class. Oh, okay. I was like, Moise, if you're just thinking about this straight up, man, I applaud you because this is some good questions. But what were you asking? Uh, do you have any significant ethical experiences that revol- like resolve, revolve around ethics, good ethics, and bad ethics? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I mean, nothing really comes up to mind. How about you? For me, it has to be academy. What do you mean? When I worked there, I got it was it was just one person. It was a manager. Not going to name any names or anything, but I got sexually harassed. The first 2 weeks that I was there, I got slapped on the ass. 
this the manager thought I was really attractive and he was gay. Not anything. I don't have anything against gay people, but that's just inappropriate in a work environment. Yeah. But that and the amount of hours that they gave me. By the way, this is an unethical experience. Yeah. But yeah, the amount of hours they gave me while I had a full time full time school. Uh, they expected me to come right after school during traffic and not be late or I'd get a tardy. And they, they <laughs> weren't flexible about the hours at all? No, they were not. And another thing is I have I had school, first semester of college, I had school at 7.30. And I would get off of work at 12.30, get home around 1.10, 1.15, do homework, wake up at 6, and I would – get around an hour and a half, two hours of sleep on a daily basis. And I, I talked to the managers about this and their response was, sorry, we can't do anything. Damn. So like, what, uh, where did you go from there? Was this last year? Yeah. So, uh, where did you go from there? Did you just quit? I quit right there. Okay. There. So you just like, you knew this was not like worth it at all. Like no matter what. I mean, I didn't care about the pay in the first place, but, like, I liked the job because it was chill, and I was working in a department that I really adored. It was basically, it was sports. That's one one reason why I sticked with, stuck around the the job for about two and a half months, but at that, at that two and a half month mark, it was just too much for me to handle. Yeah. And uh, was that, wait, that was, was that your, that wasn't your first job, right? No, my first job was for Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A, um, so that was it. Because I mean, it's weird because um, nowadays, like, there's so many young people that are starting work now. I feel like it's not weird because I mean, I feel like um, since it's just not me, so that's weird. But like, a lot of people, like, once they uh, get to the age they work, they immediately start working. And first jobs are always just you're just trying to figure things out um i got lucky enough to have a really good job over the summer this summer it was basically my first job that i didn't work with my dad but it was it was good um did did you think your first job experience was good somewhat I, okay the job was fantastic but my eating habit was really really bad because you usually get like a 30 40 minute break yeah, yeah you get a 30 minute break and then you can get like Fifty percent off, like your meal or something. Yeah, you get like a certain budget that you could like get however much you want. Yeah, like six or seven dollars. But yeah, I feasted upon getting the food during break, and I gained so much weight. I had no self control whatsoever for it. Yeah, man. But dude, okay, I we got to talk about this one time because that because this just reminded me of another thing. Um. So you lost all this weight. It's been, what, three years since that job, right? Four, four years. Okay, so you lost all this weight uh, ever since four years. You moved to a new place from Knoxville. You moved to Houston. Um, Knoxville, I moved to Arkansas. You, yeah, Knoxville to Arkansas and then Houston. Now you're like in a really good shape. Uh, but I think it was when you moved to Arkansas, that's when you started watching like how you dress. Uh, not 
really. I started dressing up in Houston. In Houston, right? And I see. Here's the thing. I always make fun of people who always care about like how they dress. But then I looked at myself in the mirror, like just now, like 15 minutes ago, and I'm like, I'm just wearing. I, I'm. I, I'm literally what I'm wearing is everything's from like Old Navy right now. What I'm wearing, and it's not. I'm not saying that it's. Uh, like, there, if you shop at certain places, then you're dressing up like shit. It's just that I just don't watch what I wear. Like, I'm not even wearing matching clothes right now. And I, because it was, that was never a concern of mine. But I also feel that the way you dress and the way you present yourself is not just because you want to look good in front of others. It's also this, like, psychological thing where if you maintain uh, like maintain your body and then like if you feel good in the clothes you wear then like you'll feel good in in your brain and like mentally too you know yeah i mean it'll it'll just change your entire attitude uh positively it really does because i mean i feel like when i'm wearing um because okay here's the thing when i'm wearing like pajamas or uh, and a shirt right like when i'm in my house or something when i'm wearing just like real comfy clothes i can't do anything like, I'm not going to be doing homework. I'm not going to be writing a paper. I'm not doing anything. I'm going to be watching Netflix and YouTube. That's all I'm going to be doing. But, like, so what I do is that I make sure that I don't change until I get all my work done. Which is weird, though, right? You wouldn't think a small thing like clothes would make such a big difference on your life. Oh, shit. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay, so if you're back, there was a little pause there. Or it's, there's not a pause. It was probably just a cut that I made. Okay, so Moe's Skype just crashed. Um... We were just talking about, like, how you dress and everything. And, um, I, that's what I feel, man. Like, I, I just, like, if I'm not wearing good shit, if I'm not wearing good shit, if I'm not wearing the clothes that I need to, then I'm just, I won't do any work, you know? Do you feel that way? Yeah, that's why I've been dressing up every time I go to school. Like, I wear khakis or, I usually wear khakis or, like, like, really nice jeans with a button down or a polo. Yeah. Or just, like, a, a nice tea that just complements my entire outfit and the shoes that I wear and the, the accessories that I put on. I mean, as, as a whole, I, I know how to dress now than I did before. And I feel the positivity and the, the, uh, the motivation that I actually need to better myself and to work harder to become and dress a lot more appropriate to, to what the business world and like, whatever the high classes are dressing to or just like be fashionable in that sense you mentioned work harder um that that also reminded me of this week um this week i for for the first time i just i didn't feel bored you know i always feel like i'm uh man there's nothing to do today I always feel bored, but this is the first week I just didn't feel bored. And it's I, a part of it is just because I've been doing this video challenge where I do a video every day. And also, it's just that I've what the way I've structured my lifestyle right now is I make sure I get everything done before I allow myself to watch anything. Like, I'm usually it would be like between breaks, I would just watch like YouTube videos now. Now I make sure that whatever I'm supposed to do. I do it. And like if I if there's nothing to do, I always have this like on my phone, I always keep this like backlog list of to-dos that I need to do if I always have sometimes have free time. So I just never feel bored and I think that's a good thing. Like or well like what I wanted to ask you is that do you like do you feel the same way or do you think that you should have some free time? Uh in a sense you should, but it's better to get stuff done beforehand 
then procrastinate to the end. Right, right. That's right. the way I am right now, and it's not. I mean, my procrastination is not a day before the assignment or whatever it's due. My procrastination relies upon like a couple of days before because I'd rather get it done before. Yeah. Lately, it's it's been working out pretty well because I'm making good grades now. So yeah. I, man, I just want to. That, that's that's one of my things, though, right? Like, one of my dreams is I have a lot of dreams. I have a lot of like aspirations that I want to do with my life. But one of my dreams is that I just I want to be working all day, but I also want to have that feeling that I'm doing something that I feel is going to be good for me, or I feel that it's it means something you know i do all this school okay right now this is this is my life right now okay this week this is what happened i'm basically doing all this school work just so i can get back on like doing videos or making and creating stuff and uh that's that's just been my life right now and my my future my dream is that i want to keep working all day and i i don't want to stop but at the end of the day i just want to feel that i there were no distractions and there were no halts. I was every, every second I was doing something that I liked. You know, every th- second I was working towards something that uh, that mattered to me. And you, you just want to feel that that feeling of accomplishment. Oh hell yeah, man! That's that feeling because I don't I don't feel that right now. And I know it's just school, and I know a lot of people are like this in school. So I don't really want to like stress on my problems. But a lot of people, a lot of people, a lot of people that are in college right now. And they complain about their work, but the at the end of the day, they know their their work means something. Like um, a lot of medical students here, they have so much more work than me, a shit ton, and they do all that work because at the end of the day, they know that one day they're gonna be a doctor, one day they're gonna get in the medical field. And the reason why I complain about my schedule, even though it's nothing compared to what other people have, is because right now I just don't feel that I'm doing something that that matters like none of my classes I get out of them and I feel like I I, I I'm just that this is going to be valuable in the future because that's all I want to do every time I get out of a class all I think about is okay when will I have time to get on the Alta of exchange website again when will I have time to do YouTube that's that's one of the only reasons why I want to do it right that's um I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant right now but that's the that's the only reason why I want this so bad. I just want to do something that matters. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. So that's that, that. That brings me back to our previous topic, right? What do you feel that will make you like? I I know you don't want to decide this right now because you have time, but there's there's soccer and there's entertainment. But what do you right now? What do you feel that like when you get out of a class? Do you feel that like do you feel a sense of accomplishment or do you feel a sense of like this is gonna matter to me in the future? For me, getting out of class just means going to go play. Going and to go play, right? That's what I look forward to on a daily basis. Right. And I, I don't like for me entertainment would mean like acting or like some some sort of. I don't know how to explain it, but... You want to perform. Yeah, basically. Because I was in choir for about seven years. I was in like three or four plays. And ever since then, it's just been about that. But at the same time, my focus has been fully devoted towards soccer. Soccer, yeah. 
I don't I don't know how to like balance that out or even decide on which one I want to do. But soccer right now is like is life at the moment. Because in uh, previously, this is from what you told me. Um, you were you were really into soccer a year ago, and um, that kind of like kind of took over. Um, other stuff like school and all that stuff. Now it's like you're focusing on school, but it's still just this thing that's going in the way of soccer. So you just want to get school taken care of so you can just continue playing soccer again. Yeah, it's just this barrier that I have to climb over, and it's so fucking far away that I could. I just want to play. That's all I want to do. That's all I could think about on a daily basis. It's tough, man. You... um. I feel you because I hear so many people uh, just say, hey, man, if you have a dream, protect it and just go for it. Um, like Will Smith in Pursuit of Happiness, what did he say? He's like, don't let anybody tell you what you can do, not even me. Um, he was saying that to his son. Or there's so many people who are just like, man, if you like something, just go for it. But then it's just like nobody ever tells you how hard that is, right? Exactly, because... They don't know how much you're going to have to give up just to pursue whatever it is that you love. Yeah, and it's you have to give up everything to just do what you love, man. You can't just you can't just half ass it. If you actually want to like if I actually wanted to work uh like with what I want to do, I would have to give up everything and devote my 100% to that. And that's what scares me right now, right? That's what like freaks me out that if I want to do what I love, I'm going to have to give up everything. But that, That's one thing that the things that you love, it requires so much dedication, which is so hard to give at this point in our lives. It's hard. It really is. I mean, that's why I envy those people who just have dreams like I want to be a lawyer or I want to be a doctor. I envy those people right now because – um, that's not my dream, but they have this thing where they're like, okay, I'm going to go to school and I'm going to be a lawyer and it's more acceptable, right? Because it requires school. It requires school. That's the shit part though, right? For me, if I was like, I want to do YouTube and I tell people that I want to do YouTube, I, they know that I would have to skip school and that would just like, that would just like fuck everything up because if I'm not going to school, then I'm just a fuck up. That's what, that's what people view you as that if you don't go through the system, you're a fuck up. Especially family, like... Family, I'm just... um. See, the thing about family is I'm not going to complain about family because I know my family is supportive, but um, they're just... They're also just scared, you know? Like, how scared would you be if your son or if your daughter was like, I don't want to go to school anymore and I want to be, like... I want to be a dancer or something. Like, how scared the fuck... You would be so scared because you don't, would... you, you care about them and you it, want them to be happy, but I, at the same time, you don't want them to, like, their career to go to shit. Yeah, but I would want to know what exactly it is that they're wanting to do and how exactly they would pursue and do everything to achieve that in a certain amount of time. And if they don't, school would be their backup. Yeah, and, I mean, they have to have a plan, too, right? Like, um, if uh, if I went up to my parents and say, look, I want to do this, I feel like I would have to have a backup plan. And if I did have a backup plan and if I did have a well thought out plan and not just say that I want to drop out of school, then I feel like they would support me 100% as long as I have a plan. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's my parents are but like 
trying to live up to my sister's expectations of going through school, going through that entire that entire aspect of school and then get a job or go continue with your master's because that's what she did and I don't I don't know if I want to do that I don't know if if that is where my life is heading towards um it have you known this like have you been on the verge of like on the, the have you had this confusion for a while I've had this confusion confusion since like senior year of high school Senior year of high school, so it has been like what two years. Yeah. What's freaking me out is I've never had this confusion until three months ago, uh, when it hit me uh, out of nowhere too. Right? I was just like, "Fuck!" Um, I think. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, so I think I was talking to someone about internships, and they were like, "You got to look for internships, and because um, in four years you're gonna have to look for a job, and you're gonna have to do this stuff." And then I thought to myself, then it just hit me. I was like, oh God, what if this is like, what if this is not for me? What if I, and then I just, I just shook it off. But then now that feeling is getting, that's like that confusion, that feeling is getting scary because I've said this a lot, but it's just, just going out of the box and doing, um, and doing something that's not normal is the hardest thing ever. It's so freaking scary. Because Man. you're so worried about what exactly others are going to think about. And that's the stupid thing, right? I mean, man, it's your, it's my life. It's my fucking life. Why do I have to care about what other people think? And that's the thing though, right? We're humans. It just, that comes to us naturally. We don't, we always, um, we don't look at. We always like tend to look at what others, uh, other people are saying instead of just like, instead of just like what we feel, and th- that's the that's what I want to get. I want to get to a point where I just think about not just think about me because I want to still think care about others. I don't want to become an asshole, but I want to get to a point where I do things that I think are right and I just do them. And that's what our mindset has become. It's so it's so based upon others like. Others, the doubt that others will have for us, the 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 negativity or what am I, what am I trying to get at? Like what they would think of us. Yeah, if, and um, I mean, like, get so we get so scared and so freaked out that we just back out of the entire that entire consciousness of what we want to do just based off what others would think. And there are people that they're out there that are always going to like just be like, ah, man, you're just going to fuck up. But there are also people that will give you a chance. But, yeah. And will give you a chance. And you know they'll give you a chance. Like family. But you, we don't allow ourselves to like – we don't allow others to have a chance with us, you know? We're, we automatically just put words in their mouth. Like – Sometimes I just put words like when I want to. Okay, I'll give a small example. Like I want to go out one night, right? And um, I put words in my own parents' mouths, and I say, "Ah, oh, my my dad's gonna say no. I know he's gonna say no." I'll give them a fucking chance. Ask, just ask. Talk to them. You don't know what they're gonna say. Exactly. Don't be so afraid of the answer. If they're if the answer is no, then just stay at home. Like you gotta take the chance. You gotta take the the risk in asking because. You don't know what the outcome will be. You're never going to know what the outcome will be until you perform that certain task of yours. Yeah. Um, I always say this, but I 
for the first time, I feel like this year is going to be like a very, this academic year or whatever, this year is going to be very different from anything else I've ever experienced. Um, all these years, these um, school years have kind of merged together for me. I don't know if you've, well, you have a totally different experience than me, but I've been staying at the same place. So all these school years, no matter if I've been to college or high school, they've kind of like been one mashup of things. But I feel for the first time, this year is going to be different. This year is not going to be the same. Whether it be for school or not. Um, but yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's the truth. And isn't that crazy, though? Like, last, um, two weeks ago, I was, like, bitching about, like, how I can't get a girl. I th I'm thinking about that right now. I mean, if I, like, I don't need a girl in my life right now. I don't need a girlfriend. If I had a girlfriend, I would be more worried. Like, I don't, I shouldn't be caring about what, uh, like, how someone else feels about me when I don't know how I feel about me. I can hear myself through the speaker. Oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> yeah, that happened to me, too. There's this, like, weird echo going on, but go on. Okay, yeah, but, like, as I was saying, if you have a girlfriend that is not supportive, I mean, she, she, most likely will be supportive of everything that's happening in your life, but there's always this certain girl that won't be supportive or just wants shit to herself and is so uptight about everything. But if, if you were to get into a relationship, your mind is going to be so dedicated to her and her only that you're going to forget about everything. And that's what normally happens with, girls like the first couple of months because you're so you're so in like you're in this whole new world this whole new thing that you're that you're so focused this girl and focus on this one person and how they feel and how exactly their life is and trying to perfect it and do anything and everything for them to make them happy where in that case to make them happy you forget about your happiness yourself. And that's what that's what it is. You got those dating goggles on. You can't see anything but her. <laughs> and you can't you you forget about yourself and like what you're trying to achieve and what you're working for. Do you feel like that happens to you sometimes? Uh yes and no. But uh, see, because I think um, personally, that's just me. That's just the kind of person I am where I will, if I met a girl right now, I would devote everything to that girl and just forget about my life, like we said, which is so, which is just so wrong. I don't need that in my life right now, man. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. That girl doesn't need to be in my life right now. And first of all, if she's not going to be supportive, if she's not going to be like, you worry about you right now and I'll just be there to support you. Then, then she ain't a true hoe, right? Because it goes both ways. I mean, you care about her a lot, but she should also be like, you know what? I care about you. That's why I'm going to give you some space and let you figure things out. But whenever you need me, I'll be there for you. And then uh, you should be doing the same thing. It shouldn't just be her. You should be giving her some support too. But that's, that's a relationship. That's what it is. That's the perfect relationship. Where it, the support comes from both sides, man. And sometimes I feel like that happens on both sides. The girl is so committed to the guy and the guy is so committed to the girl. Or it's like vice versa. Oh, they both got dating goggles on. And then they can't see like see each other except each other. And they both like just like get distracted. 
Yeah, and you you literally just forget about the world because this girl or this guy is your world. And then some outside person is uh, some outside person is asking you is like, "Hey, dude, you're not paying attention in school. You're failing." It's like, "I'm sorry, my dick keeps falling into that pussy. I don't know what to do." <laughs> That's just how it is, man. That's just how life is. Oh shit, man. You know, okay. Can I say something? Doing a podcast is so, like it makes me so much more nervous than doing a video. You know why? Why? Because um, doing a video, I can like the thing about doing a video is even though I talk really fast and I talk a lot in my videos, there you there can be like a few seconds of silence and it it's okay because um, it it's fine and because you can speak through your eyes or speak through your like facial expressions, um, and you have more time with a podcast. It's like a few seconds of silence feels is it just gets real awkward, and if you put cuts in between, it gets bad. So I don't know. Um, I guess I'm I'm still getting used to it, but it just you just talk a lot. There's a lot of speaking from your mouth hole. Do you feel the same way? Uh, no, because you're doing most of the talking, and I'm not talking that much. And plus, I'm not that talkative of a person. You're just ripping off. Look, I was telling you, man. I was telling you, bring your own topics in, but you chose not to. I will next time. You I were... actually had one topic today, so. Oh yeah, you did, and that was good. But what I'm asking you is that, like, I don't want to like always start out things, and I don't want to always start conversations because I feel like this podcast. And let's talk about that for a minute because last podcast I named it to be determined because we didn't really know what this podcast was going to be about. But what I now I know what it's going to be about because I want this to be a place where we can just like, Man. we can just chill, we can just hang out because. Um, I don't know. Uh, the, after I left Houston and after I left that wedding, I felt that we were just going to like disconnect. And uh, we had this idea to do a podcast a while ago, but I was not for it. But then after like I left, I was like, man, I don't want to like lose touch. So we got to keep doing this. Oh, boys, I love you, bae. I love you, boo-boo. Shit. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> on, that, on that note. On that note, let's end this podcast right there. I hope you liked it. Um, if you listen to it, God bless your hearts and God bless freaking America. Moise, how are, okay? How do you want to end this podcast? Peace. Or, or okay, we could say peace, or we could just end it abruptly. We're having a conversation and we.